Welcome, mortals, to the new Actual Play podcast series brought to you by the Cast of Many Things podcasting group, where we will be playing a homebrewed version of the Dresden Files accelerated role-playing game developed by Evil Hat Productions. The Dresden Files RPG is based off of a series of urban fantasy novels by best-selling author Jim Butcher. It is set in a world not unlike our own, but one where wizards and warlocks, fairies and vampires, gods and monsters are real and walk among us unbeknownst to the vast majority of humanity. So prepare yourself as we are about to enter the world of the Dresden Files. Howdy folks, my name is Matt and I'll be taking on the mantle of Game Master for several of my friends here at Castle Many Things as we will be playing Trust and Files Accelerated, utilizing the Fate Accelerated rule system, sort of. Full disclosure, this is the first time any of us have played Dresden Files RPG before, however, I personally am a huge fan of Dresden File novels and I finally have my wish coming true to be creating a game in that world. So without further ado, allow me to introduce our players. Patrick, why don't you start us off? Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick. I am playing a Tobias Miller, a reporter. And Chris? I am Chris. I am playing Alistair McRory, Knight of the Cross, an aggravated old man. <laughs> Faye, what about you? I am playing Eliza Wraith, 18-year-old former child star. Anything else? Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan. I'll, I'll, I'll be playing Noah Anderson, um, who's a apothecary and a student. Outstanding. So yes, episode one of our short shot of Dresden Files started off with the gang all joining up the University of Notre Dame after a class which was taught by Alistair McCrory, Chris's character. And Eliza, Faye's character, and Noah, Nate's character, were in class. And as it ended, you kind of met up with uh, Tobias, Pat's character, out in the hallway while a strange, well-dressed, uh, business-like woman asked to speak with Alistair alone as you guys eavesdropped from the doorway, basically asking for your help in uh, finding out some information on what the former are in town for and what they're looking for. That's a lot of fours. You sort of reluctantly accepted. She appeased to your uh, nature and your curiosity. Uh, gave you some information on uh, recent break-ins throughout the South Bend area. And you guys got into uh, Eliza's Ford Contour. Is that what you're driving? Toyota Corolla. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> At least I went Toyota. Come on. Toyota Corolla, my bad. And headed to the most recent site of a break-in, the Griffin Bookstore, downtown South Bend. You entered and talked briefly with the owner, and he showed you around first to the basement where you found some clues on a book with some uh, kind of wet fingerprints of sorts, and then went upstairs uh, while you read some information regarding, you know, the Something about the sort of uh, Damocles, I believe, and went upstairs to inspect the roof. I didn't find too much up there other than the fact that that was where they came in. But uh, I believe, Tobias, I think you were the one that noticed the character down below, looking down the side yeah. of the building yep. in the alley, and it quickly disappeared around the back, and you told everyone. And Eliza somehow outrunning everyone with almost inhuman speed ran down three flights of stairs and out the uh, doorway into the alley and that's where we ended as you did not see anyone but almost immediately as you came to a halt in the back of the building you heard a voice behind you very calmly and almost debonair just say hello cousin what do you do i believe at this point i had turned to the voice and said do i know you kind of looks you from eyes and then slowly down to your shoes and back up again. And I don't remember if I described it in the last episode, but it's roughly a six foot tall, a very well-groomed gentleman, probably anywhere between 25 to 35, hard to tell, uh, with a nice swimmer's physique, dark, thick hair, short on the sides with kind of a top and a quaff 
on top, uh, a little bit of a five o'clock shadow, two huge diamond studded earrings, one in both ears, wearing kind of an ivory colored V-neck t-shirt under a light gray casual jacket, light gray skinny dress pants, and uh, some really nice dark gray like Chelsea boots, and a dark gray snakeskin belt. And he's, uh, you look at him and his eyes just have this sheen to them that are just almost almost like a little bit of a mirror almost like like they almost look wet but not wet just shining almost like a silver glint and he just give you like a, gl- a very sly grin as he meets your eyes again and says <clears throat> i don't know if you remember me we probably met when you were just a wee child but uh yeah i'm uh corvus corvus and- race so, I mean, Eliza recognizes that as her own last name. She does. You don't recognize the individual. Uh, but the name rings a bell. You have a lot of distance, distant relatives, uh, mostly in the Chicagoland area, Illinois, uh, 90 miles to the west. But he just kind of smiles. It's like, I've been very uh, interested in watching your career. I, I really enjoyed that guest spot you had on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, although it a little bit uh, on the nose, don't you think? As he smiles at you again. What are you talking about? He gets this little bit of a very quick, perplexed look on his face and then understanding uh, crosses that same facial feature as he, ah, it doesn't matter. What are you doing here? I don't even know who you really are. I mean, um, we might be related, but what are you doing here? My apologies. I... I keep forgetting, uh, you probably don't recall, um, my cousin Lara, uh, sent me here from Chicago, uh, on some business. Uh, I don't know if you've ever met Lara, uh, but she's kind of like the de facto head of the Wraith clan in Chicago. I know your mother and father kind of don't have anything to do with that main group of the family anymore, hence why you probably don't, uh have too many dealings with us, but uh, basically I'm just here doing some investigations. I'm kind yeah. of a uh, investigator. I'm also doing some investigating. What are you investigating? Ah, well, uh, that's uh, a million dollar question, isn't it? Because even though you don't know me, I really don't know you that well either. And whether you can be trusted. You're going to have to prove to me that you can uh, keep your mouth shut and your ears open. I mean, I can say that I can, but... I'm a pretty good judge of character. Tell you what, I don't know how many friends you have inside. I saw one of them up top, but uh, you tell me something, I tell you something, and we'll do a little back and forth. What do you say? Okay, you first. <laughs> well played. As he starts to speak, I would assume you guys all started heading down the stairs when she started running <laughs> so what i wanted i didn't want to chime in but i was going to say tobias will come down as fast as he possibly can and just kind of like take a moment and hit record on his uh, other uh tape recorder the digital one not the old school tape version one that he needed batteries on this one is a uh, usb charged and he's like <sighs> Just like around a corner, just breathing heavy. How did she get down so fast? This is uh, uh, just kind of hold the tape recorder around the corner just to try to get a little bit of the conversation. Do I hear him? (laughs) You guys, you and uh, Corvus would be down at the very end of the alley, just barely in sight if someone's looking from the front. But it is a decent distance that you probably would know you wouldn't be able to pick up any audio from this distance, Tobias. Still trying. Still trying. So are you just like holding your arm out like and that's all that they could probably see if they look? Trying to hold the little tape recorder with just the mic pointed towards them. Supposed to be a hypersensitive. Ended up spending almost all my money on this and they told me it was going to pick up stuff from like a quarter mile away but it probably doesn't and it was a lie I'm hoping for the best <laughs> okay Alistair I'm assuming you were taking your time being yeah. the old man in the group going down the stairs I was gonna say because I never went up on the roof but yeah because she comes out of the building and ru- like runs past me and the owner and all that stuff and I'm just kind of like 
Well, all right. And so I'll follow him out, but yeah, I'm not in a rush. Okay. I'll say um, Noah is kind of walking alongside you, kind of as uh, the gentleman he is. He's just making sure you're making it down the stairs all right. Not necessarily helping you, but just kind of taking his time. And also with the proprietor following in your tracks also. Back to you, Eliza, as um, Corvus kind of looks up a little bit, kind of puts his hand on his chin, thinking, where to begin? Hmm. Ah, yes. Well, I am investigating a organization of uh, competitors to our little Wraith clan in Chicago that we understand they've sent some dignitaries of theirs to South Bend and search for some reading materials of sorts. What's this clan that you're after? Oh, no, no, no. You tell me something now. I'll answer that question after you. Well, speaking of reading materials, I've heard there's been some break-ins in some local bookstores. Okay. This, what, what was the question you asked again? Who are these people and what dignitaries have they sent? That's two questions. Which one would you like me to answer first? The first one. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. Well, let's just call them, for sake of just a silly word, FOMOR. And they happen to be a very vile group of individuals that uh, we do not care for in the least in Chicago. And uh, what they're looking for is going to be answered when you tell me one more thing about you. And I would have recognized this word, correct? Because I had heard Petra Vogel say that word. Yeah, you would have. Yes. Okay. Well, it just so happens that this bookstore was one of the bookstores that was broken into and something was taken. See, now that's information I already knew because I'll give you one for free. I was actually here when they broke in and unfortunately I had to expedite my retreat before I could actually ascertain what exactly they took, if anything. But uh, I did indeed follow them here. So. And how am I supposed to know that you weren't the person that took something? You don't, but... All I can say is you'll just have to, I guess, trust me at my word as a cousin and blood relative. Why would I lie to you? We just met. I can think of a few reasons. Oh, goodness. What would those be? I'm just curious. You don't fear offending me. I, I've got a thick skin. And um, uh, this is just Faye asking, do I actually like like recognize his name? Like, oh, Corvus is life. Heard of Corvus's name as like a cousin or something it, like that? It sounds like something you may have seen once or twice or heard once or twice in parents talking or, you know, if you had some sort of scrapbooks, family scrapbooks or family tree type stuff. But it's no memory of ever meeting mm. him in person or anything. Got it. Listen, I mean, I was in a lot of shows, movies, TVs. I've got some crazed fans out there. You're not the first one to pretend to be part of my family to try and figure something else out about me while you're secretly recording, whatever. You're going to leak this to TMZ. (laughs) (laughs) He he laughs. That's that's actually a good point. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Well, here... Here is my Wraith Insignia ring, and you see it's just a beautiful kind of, like, silver ring. Where would, or what would uh, Professor McCrory and Noah be doing as they exit the front door? As you look to the left and see Tobias kind of standing at the corner, kind of hidden, but holding a microphone slightly around the corner of the alley. Well, thank you for your time. I do appreciate it tremendously. I do hope they catch those ruffians, but... And I will continue to do some research on the missing pages. Again, thank you. I appreciate it. And the little bell will ring as I go out the door. Yeah, the proprietor just kind of waves as, uh, have a good day. Take care of yourself. Um, thank you. Oh, yep. Where did that child go? Tobias is looking at you like with a finger on his like mouth like young lady young lady yeah. uh, you would hear that and so does Corvus just a second oh Corvus I says pull my microphone back Corvus looks at you says ah yes you're uh, one of your friends holding the microphone over there around the corner seems to be uh, 
calling you or one of his mates, you feel free to invite them down. Okay. Hey, I'm back here. Uh, There's a um, a dude. A dude. I, Listen, I, she's I proceed 20, to put the microphone right? in my pocket. Hmm? All right, head over to where our voice is coming from. That's it's down the alley over here. Yeah. Quick logistical question for Chris. Did you have the bag in the car? No, I didn't bring the, the, the okay. gym bag is in the car. Okay, I do okay. not have it on me. <laughs> I thought that would be awkward. and It's awkward <laughs> enough that I'm hauling my gym bag. I thought that tearing it into the store would be a little much. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, she, she, oh, she, she's, she's down here. She's down here. Um, Professor and uh, Noah. Uh, uh, I still got to catch my breath. <sighs> yeah, they're um down. Hi. Uh here, Toby, take this. Hand you a little this, vial of something. Is this one of the teas? I didn't really like them. Yes, but it it, it, it will help you catch your breath. Mm. Puts it in his pocket. That's not oh, Everyone, okay. this is my cousin, Corvus. Corvus, this is everyone. Uh you see this very handsome, well-dressed gentleman, all grays with a white shirt, standing there with kind of like leaning against the wall with his hands crossed very comfortably, you know, one foot up with his toe crossing the other leg, just kind of looking down at his nails, you know. And what yes. good, sir, are you doing here today? Just uh, saying hello to my uh, illustrious celebrity of a cousin. And you are? A professor. You may Very call good. me Alistair. Well met, Alistair. And you, my uh, microphone toting friend. <laughs> um, um, my, my, my name is Ty Tobias, sir. Um, you saw that, huh? Not much escapes my gaze, but you did a good try. <laughs> Hopefully you got everything. Yes. Uh, maybe? And She's you, my young man. sheepishly pulls back. If you don't mind, I'll keep my name to myself for the moment. No problem. Like Eliza said, my name is Corvus. You can call me Corvus. Uh, I'm here from Chicago. I'm just uh, enjoying the sights and doing a little bit of recreational investigating for my cousin in Chicago who uh, sent me out here on some business. And uh, Eliza here has been telling me you also have been doing a little investigating. Um, but where were we, Eliza? I... Uh, Here's my insignia ring, just to prove uh, to you that I am indeed a wraith. Uh, as far as... What? It's her last name, Toby. What I recognize is, like, is this, like, everywhere in my house? Well, that's up to you, but you would recognize kind of, like, the little, the, the script of the R, kind of like a house seal type of thing, coat of arms almost type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, like how people have, like, those front gates that open, like, it would just be, like, there's, like, two R's on the, oh, yeah. on the gate, yeah. You come there for a little R&R. &R. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, different type of R&R &R with the wraiths. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so um, she kind of looks at it. She nods. I guess you're who you say you are. I am. Whose turn was it? Oh, Noah raises his hand. <sighs> Is he taking your turn? We're answering some of each other's questions. I do believe it was my turn. By all means. Well, there was a book taken. Technically pages of a book taken. Pages of a book taken in the Greco-Roman area. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, what else can I share that's pertinent to... What would you like to know, I guess? I believe my other question was, who are the dignitaries that they've sent ah, yes. these FOMOR? Yes. Well, that is the name they go by. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the name of the chief uh, in this crew in town is um, Barnabas. He is a nasty gentleman. He's got a few thugs that he keeps around him. You see him kind of grimace a little bit when he says thugs, kinda, and then he switches weight from his left leg to his right. Are all of you kind of like scoping him out, like keeping your eyes on him this whole time, or are some of you just kind of like wandering, oh, looking around? I am absolutely staring at this guy. My wariness is at maximum. 
Okay, those of you that are like watching him intently, go ahead and uh, roll a focus check. Aha! My highest stat was a plus three. Oh, that! Oh God, that's a six, 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 and a three. So that's six plus three plus whatever your focus is. Yeah, so I have a three in focus. So that's a six, six, six to three. So that's six. I rolled a net zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy shit! So all of you that rolled uh, plus three or higher, so Pat. And uh, whatever thing, uh, yeah. Chris, you rolled. No, I didn't roll. I should roll. Oh, it's up to you. Well, I got a one. <laughs> okay. So you don't necessarily see this as you're kind of keeping your focus on his face, but Tobias would notice as he switches weight, you kind of see that his jacket kind of uh, flare open just a bit. And you can see, like, down by, like, his lower abdomen off to one side where it was previously hidden by the jacket, you see a couple... Uh, about dime-sized holes in his white shirt with a very pale-looking reddish stain around it. And it's just a glimpse, and then the jacket kind of flops back down over his sides. Okay. So I guess it's my turn again. Let me ask you a question, if that's all right. Fine. Do you have any clue whatsoever what you're getting yourselves into? I look over at uh, Alistair. It's like, I quite know a bit about what I'm dealing with. I, I, I got an email. I thought it was fake. <laughs> That's a good one, young man. I, and he says this to you, young man, even though he's clearly looks younger than you. <laughs> yeah, Eliza gives him kind of like a kind of look. Um, I'm curious, Professor. What is it you teach? Greek and Roman history at the college. What a coincidence. That's why I was asked to investigate this. Ah, well, I know what my next question is going to be, but I think it's your turn. What do you know about the Sword of Damocles? Roll me, uh, let's see, what would be Guile? Just you. Uh, ooh, that is a um, five. Very good. He, just the briefest of pauses as he doesn't change his glance on you, maintains eye contact, and... But then says, I've heard of it. It's myth. Doesn't exist. (laughs) Noah laughs. Then why are Barnabas and his thugs, as you call them, so interested in it? He just kind of shrugs a little bit like, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, can I tell if he's lying? I roll a a focus check on, on it. Uh, What's a positive? A five five and six? six, Okay, it's not very good. It's just a one. You suspect he's hiding something, but you're not quite sure if he's outright lying or if he's just not sharing the whole truth. But I'm going to say something like, um, listen, I thought we were family here. I thought we were going to trust each other. Oh, we're not quite to trust yet. We're just still getting to know each other. That's why the questions. But I'll be honest in this sense is that I'm not sure you can all handle what's going on. And I really don't want to be responsible for anything bad happening to all of you, especially someone as young and naive as yourself. Uh, Eliza, like, raises her eyebrows. She's like, what are you talking about? We're the same age. I'm assuming he looks like he's like 18, 21. Yeah, like I said, he looks like he could be anywhere between 25 and 35, depending on the second or the, the facial expression he has. No, oh, uh, then I probably don't say that. I thought he was like my age. Okay. Um, yeah, she'll look at Noah because, um, you know, we're friends. Try me. Hmm. All right. Don't say I didn't warn you, but uh, your personal well-being isn't on my hands. I think you'll find we're, we're quite prepared. Hmm. Confidence is good, but sometimes overconfidence is downfall of any... The children are under my protection. What do you have to do with this? I have instructions to find out what they're after. And I admit, you seem to have found some information I was not privy to with this pages of uh, Greco-Roman origin. So you've taught me something. I appreciate it. So I'm going to share some information in return that I wasn't planning to share. But you insist. There is a tome. A book. 
that uh, we think they are after that um, might possibly describe an actual location for a weapon or an artifact. You have my attention. Some people may call it sort of Damocles, but like I said, that's a myth. But we'll call it the Sword of Damocles for sake of reference. Are you saying that the sword itself is real? I have no idea. I am just uh, a paltry investigator for my beloved Wraith Clan in Chicago. They told me to find out what the former are after, and that's what I'm trying to discover. And you've given me some information to go on. Um, I just know that this book they're supposedly after could describe a possible final resting place for a possible sword of some sort. Whether or not that's true, I have no idea. I'm here to find out. So in your opinion, if one were to go after this mythological sword that doesn't exist, why would they want to do that? I suspect like any uh, organization in my neck of the woods would be after, and that's power. See, that's where I think you're... And he kind of looks at all of you and stops on Alistair, or at least most of your experience in this arena may not behoose you to uh, continue on this path, because you could be in for some real trouble. Don't say I didn't warn you. The children will be safe under my watchful eye and let's say I know a few things about swords I the sword of Damocles is a parable of an ancient weapon hung by a horse nose hair it's like how can it possibly be an actual weapon or artifact is the term you're using again I'm not an educated man like yourself, Professor. I I merely was given a minimum amount of information to accomplish my goal. I know I'm to look to find out what they're after and possibly stop them from obtaining it, if possible. But uh, he kind of grimaces a little bit, and you notice I seem to uh, underestimated the force they sent I was expecting one, maybe two individuals, but uh, I noted four in total last night. And what were Celtic demons doing looking for pages of a book? Nate, I think that word would uh, probably... (laughs) uh, that, since I plainly just... (laughs) Since since I uh, Mm -hmm. literally just used the word uh, Celtic demons in front of you. (laughs) Oh, I'm just... I'm just, uh, uh, Tobias is just standing there in, like, complete awe, just, like, wide-eyed and, like, trying not to say anything to ruin any of the possible recording he's getting. Uh, uh, I, uh, 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 yeah. I think at some point Eliza says something to the point of, we're not children, we're 18. (laughs) Um, I'm a a very perfect smile with just tic-tac white teeth and almost reminds you of like a, a shark smiling without sharp teeth. Yes, I see that. I, I, I am in my late 30s. I'm happy for you. <laughs> uh, th- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Not, 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 not too many people to show, uh, show appreciation towards uh, something like that. Uh, thank you for the uh, notification. I really... Um, Get continue, continue. Sorry, um, you 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 have back at your uh, family reunion. Sorry, uh-huh. Eliza, you you've been noticed over the last couple minutes. He's been like teetering from foot to foot, kind of like not really antsy, but just sort of uncomfortable. And he says, you know, listen, as he kind of seemed grimace a little bit again. I have. An errand uh, to take care of, and uh, I think I need. He kind of like uh, lets out a, 
a deep sigh, almost like a grunt, as he almost appears like he's about to like topple over. Um, loses his bandwidth, he catches himself, and he's like, "Listen, uh, are you okay? I haven't had. I'm, I'm fine. I didn't eat this morning. I'm a little hungry. I have some beef jerky if you uh, want a little bit. It's, it's, it's in my pocket." He looks up at you, and you just see like this silver glint go across his eyes, and yeah. I. Go ahead and roll. Roll a defense check using. Uh, let's see. He's about to snap into a slim jim. <laughs> <laughs> Use a defense check using your intellect as your uh, basis, like a. Okay, so defense. that's two. Oh, that's a six, a five, a six, and a three. So a five. Wait, so the. Three makes it a negative. So yeah, you five. Five. Okay. I'm glad I picked these dice. <laughs> Seriously. For a briefest moment, his eyes meet you, and you feel something odd. It's brief. <laughs> I throw the bag of beef jerky at him. <laughs> <laughs> you feel somewhat attracted to him. So instead just, of throwing it, just, it, I just briefest, present. like just like the <laughs> briefest, like wow, his eyes are very beautiful and <laughs> how does he get his skin so clear and smooth and then it snap then it snaps away do i notice he, that at all uh roll a focus if you want to see if you catch that plus three. Oh, six, six, five. uh so there's three six. Oh wow oh uh, yeah i'd say you would kind of catch that little interaction as like a, just the tiniest drop in Tobias's mouth as his like chin just drops a little bit is like he gets this very brief like thousand yard stare as he's looking at Snap out of it Jimmy Olsen I'm, I'm, I'm good I'm good what, Who's Jimmy Olsen? Listen oh, that Corpus. It sounds yes. like we have some See. similar goals maybe looks like you should Go get a burger or something. Your, your, your cousin's attractive. Uh, weird. Um, <laughs> listen, why don't we exchange numbers then? Oh, okay. Oh, no, oh, oh him. Sorry. <laughs> yes. You can find him on Grinder later. <laughs> he reaches into like his uh, left pocket, and you see clearly as you're now watching his hand, thinking he might be reaching for a weapon or something. It's you catch a glimpse of like a couple holes in his shirt around some like very pale looking red stain, like almost pinkish colored on his right side down below his rib cage. Uh, do all of us do that, or is that just um? Um, you would see it without a roll because you're right in front of him. If uh, Nate and Chris, if you wanted to make a focus roll, see if you notice it. My focus is really bad, you guys. <laughs> roll high! I rolled a negative two. Oh, God. It's the opposite of what I said. Five. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alistair, you would notice it. As he grimaces again as he reaches past that side and he pulls out like a card, very crisp, white on one side, silver on the other, and it just says Wraith, and it's got like a phone number with area code on it. Chicagoland area code. Dramatic much? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it and uh, put it in my wallet. Excellent. As he starts to walk, he kind of stumbles a little bit and proceeds to uh, fall flat on his face in the alley. Uh... Oh, no, oh, no. Dude? Well, what happened? You, are, are you okay? Yeah, I, uh... He doesn't move for a couple moments. I, sh I shake him. <laughs> Mysterious, sir, as I'm trying to rock it with my foot. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like are, down are, are okay? on the ground and like shaking him and like doing a little like. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's effective. Faye, I need you to roll me a. Um, I guess it would be a haste. Okay. Roll, as you do that, almost lightning reflexes. He l leans over onto one side and reaches out to like grab your wrist. Uh, that's a three. Uh, you tied. So, he does grab your wrist. However, I will give you the opportunity to also react in some way of your choosing. 
but he does grab the wrist. He grabs one wrist, but I slap him with the other hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> he like wow. grabs one wrist, and then I just like use the other hand to like slap his face a little bit. <laughs> How hard do you slap him? Not that hard. It's it's more like a hey wake up kind of slap. Gotcha. You know? Okay. That does seem to actually, as you look up at him as he grabs you, you like the briefest smack. Like in that split second before the smack, you swear his eyes are just pure silver. And as you smack him, they kind of die down back to a kind of a uh, brownish hazel with a, a glint of paleness to him. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. As he kind of hops back up, I'm fine. I just need to feed. Eat. I need to eat. Okay, bye. Nice to meet you. See you later. Bye. Is there Good beef jerky. Is there a gentleman's club in town or... A what? A strip bar. Someplace where people dance or people can be close together. Anything like Wait, are, that. Are you looking for the uh, all-you-can-eat buffet? Like, why are yes. you going for the legs and eggs? Why don't you just go to McDonald's? <laughs> Down the street by the bus station, there's the torch lounge. Go feed. Legs and eggs. I never expected to hear that come out of face That was priceless. Listen, in Rhode Island, the hospitals were right next to all the strip clubs. Really? That's yeah, crazy. I don't know why. Because there's not that much land area. It's true. Where it's like city zoning or something. It's like... There's enough room in Rhode Island for the hospitals and the strip clubs. <laughs> Why not put them next to each other? Yeah, I'll bet they routine checkups at least. Hey. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's like, listen, I just need somewhere with a lot of people that are close together. Eliza has no idea where the nearest strip club is. It's still quite early, but down by the bus station is a place called the Torch Lounge. Ew. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he, um, I imagine uh, Noah and Eliza are both looking at Professor <laughs> McCrory like, um... <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would be like the only... You guys probably would have heard of it, but... The way he says it, you're like, oh, okay, he's probably been there before. Yeah, That's weird. exactly. <laughs> but it's like, it's the one and only, like, gentleman's club in South Bend. But uh, he makes his leave very promptly as he kind of walks across the road and, like, disappears around the corner, completely forgetting to get your phone number, unless you handed it to him already. Nope, I guess he'll just have to wait for my text. No need okay. for him to have more information than necessary. So you guys are here in this alley, just the four of you. I I, I think I actually got most of uh, all that on a on a recording. If uh, anybody else would like to review it at another time, um, this is extremely exciting. I didn't know any of this stuff was actually going on. I have really no idea what's going on here. Can somebody clue me in as to what's actually going on here? Well, he he was your cousin, cool. but but cousin with a T. Did you say cousin? What's a cousin? I mean, I haven't really met this guy, but I have a big family. Oh, that's what my parents say. Speaking of my parents, I should probably go call them. This is really weird. Excuse me. Wait, so he was he, he like some creep? Yeah, it might be a good time to mm. confirm oh. that he's your cousin. Yeah, I'd like to like step away from everybody to make a phone call to like my mom. What's your mother's name? By the way? Uh, my mother's name is hmm. My mother's name is Mary Wraith. No, that sounds weird. Meredith. Right. Meredith. Okay. Meredith yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you probably have it on speed dial or voice voice operator. And I feel like my father's so, yeah. name should be something like Lucius. That's Ooh. pretty good. Mom calls him Luscious. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's very on brands right there. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith and Lucius Wraith. Very good. Okay, yeah, you call Mary Disrupt Luscious Wraith. So you call? You actually call as an 18-year-old, not text your mom? No, I would normally text her, but I feel yeah. like there's like too much right now okay. to fix in one text. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to come up with a voice for your mom now. Well, she goes, <laughs> well, she's there. We head back to the car. Okay. In, in, in the meantime, the phone goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, you hear an uh, answer after a couple rings. Hello, dear. What's new? Hey, Mom. Um, quick question for you. Do I have a cousin by the name of Corvus? Uh, I 
believe you do on your father's side. Oh, is dad with you? Uh, he's out, um, uh, he's doing something out in the garage. You know your father. Um, I think he's in the chest freezer for something. Um, I, I can ask him here if you want me to wait, but, uh... uh yeah, I mean, I think I just met him. Um, I'm downtown. Uh, I'm at the... Wait, you just met him? Yeah, he... Apparently he lives in Chicago, but he got sent here for something. I just wanted to make sure he was actually my cousin and not some, like, creeper. You know, how what that's like. You know, the oh, whole... What's your father now? The whole, like, Tom issue back in Los Angeles. It, yes, um, here, your father's right here. Uh, Lucius, uh, your daughter has, uh, wants to talk to you. Okay. Hello, darling. How are you? Hey, Dad. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you? Do you Sorry need to more money? You. No, I don't need more money, Dad. Um, I know. I'm calling because I just met someone who claimed to be my cousin, and Mom said that there's a Corvus on your side of the family in Chicago. There's a pause, and then he says, Corvus, is that what you said? Yep. That's correct. Uh, you do have a second or third cousin, I forget which. There's so many cousins on the uh, Chicago side. You said you've just met him. Yeah. Um, I mean... Where at? Well, I'm downtown. I, I'm at the Griffith Bookstore. I'm just hanging out with uh, with Noah. I'm not going to mention um, Tobias and Professor uh, McCrory because yeah. it's a little weird. Um, <laughs> I'm just hanging out with Noah. We're at this bookstore and he just, you know, met, we met him there and he said that He's my cousin and that he's here investigating something and that somebody from that side of the family sent him to investigate something. Do you know anything about this? Uh, no. And I don't know why he would be in town. Have you ever heard uh, of, um, uh, this is going to sound really weird, Dad, okay? Because I, I know, like, you know, this is going to sound really weird. But have you heard of the word FOMOR before? Or maybe Barnabas? What did he say to you? Don't lie to me. No, I'm going to tell him the truth. Um, well, there's somebody named the Fomor. They're sending people um, with Barnabas and his crew to look for a book. Something about figuring out where um, this weapon, this artifact is. Apparently it goes by the name of the Sword of Damocles. I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, I, I think I think you should come back home and we can discuss this. I'm not I'm not too comfortable with someone from the Chicago side of the family showing up out of the blue and putting a bunch of nonsense into your head. Um, you sure it was even an actual cousin? Well, that's what he said. Um, he gave me his um, his information. Describe him. Well, he's probably like, I don't know, like maybe 25, 30. Wears all gray. He's got like dark hair, straight teeth, six feet-ish. Certainly sounds like one of them. And he had, you know, like, you know how like outside our door we have that like R for Wraith? He had that on a ring. You hear him kind of curse a little bit under his breath. And you hear your mom in the background. What? what is, tell her to come home. Yeah, I'm on it, Meredith. <laughs> Sorry. Is, is there something <laughs> that, like, you're not telling me? Like, I know we're not close to the family in Chicago. Are they, like, I don't know, like, are they in a gang or something? Don't be ridiculous, dear. Did he look like a gang member? No. The I don't know what gang members look like. before, <laughs> you were in that episode of Supernatural where the gang... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Just, how long are you going to be? Are you stopping by the house tonight? Because we can discuss it there. I, I don't... Yeah, listen. yeah, I can come home if for dinner. If he shows up again, you and Noah just walk the other way. He is trouble. There's a reason we don't have anything to do with the Chicago family. I don't like that he just showed up in town and your mother and I didn't hear anything of it. Not that they would dare to include us but for him to approach you I'm not very happy right now young lady 
Well, I can be home for dinner. I just gotta, you know, I'm gonna drop Noah off and stuff. All right. If you see him again, call me, please. Okay. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. I'll see you soon. Love you. Love you too. Be safe. Click. (laughs) Not even click, just the iPhone. Doot, doot, doot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um,. Yeah, I, I'll go, I'll walk back to the car um, where the where the dudes are. Yeah, and they're I assume you would have locked it and didn't give them the keys. For standing around <laughs> standing on the by the car waiting. Yeah, it's like I think we need to stop at the coffee shop. We think we need to talk. I I, I could really really use a, a coffee or, or something of, of the sort. Um, what time is uh, it right now? At this point, it's probably about. 2, 2.30 okay. afternoon, okay. Friday. So I would have time before I had, I had told my parents I'd have to be home for dinner. Sure, you would know, too, that they kind of eat late, typically. like They usually eat like 8, 8.30 okay. at night. Eat late, right. Mm-hmm. Eat late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bodies, eat late. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, okay, I mean, we can go to the nearest <laughs> coffee shop. I just, um, I gotta, like, drop you guys all off. I told my parents I'd be home for dinner. How, how is your family? Uh, they're good. Apparently that guy was my cousin. That that's that's disconcerting. <laughs> that's what my dad said too. Toby, it, here I've got some coffee here. I, I I'd rather uh, get some Wait. coffee from me. <laughs> I, I sell it at the yeah we we, we no. sell it at the apothecary as a I, I, energy I, I, booster. I I can we, we go, go to, to the apothecary? apothecary. We need to talk in private. Oh, that that's true. The apothecary is pretty. Uh, we have very good coffee at the apartment. That's true. It's not real coffee. Uh, it's coffee. We just don't. We label it energy magic, but it, it's it's coffee, Toby. We've been over it's, it's, a pot of coffee at the. It's just coffee. It doesn't taste like coffee. It it, it it it's got some. We we put some herbs in it to keep the hipsters from realizing that it's just coffee. But <laughs> it, it's just coffee. I'm, just, I'm gonna switch to tea for going to the pocket theory. Oh, we have lots of tea. I'll, I'll take. I would assume you're driving at this point. Yeah, yeah. In the Child, <laughs> can we please go? We're already like driving to the apothecary. Yes, yes. Which uh, I assume would your business be near your family home, Nate? Yeah, I imagine that they have one of those deals where the home is literally above the shop. Oh, okay. Would you live near? Eliza, like in the suburbs, or I thought we said it was near Campbell. It's probably close to the the rich area because that's our main clientele. Okay, yeah. So I'll say you're, you're you guys head out of town towards the Granger suburb, which would be kind of northeast of South Bend. So it'll take you probably a good twenty minute, twenty five minute drive to get up there from where you're at. So you guys. If you have more we want to talk about, we can do that. Or I have a this. feeling that conversation of coffee to tea turned into like Cheetos to like hot Cheetos and other various stupid fucking things. I imagine um, Noah and Eliza are playing some sort of phone game while they like half converse with the older folks. I'm driving. Who's we driving? can't be playing on the phone. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yo. Okay. You're not playing a phone game then. <laughs> I was She's kinda, definitely playing a phone game. Are you kind of wondering? Could you please keep your eyes on the road, child? <laughs> she's doing a talk no, tick no. while she's driving. Eliza's the safe driver. <laughs> Excellent uh, visual acuity. <laughs> What's your Almost focus? Uh, superhuman reflexes. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I will say you guys uh, do your chatting as you're kind of cramped in this. It's not horribly cramped, but it's it's not super comfortable either for people in a Toyota. Uh, but um, we managed to get up to the apothecary. It's a, I'll say it's like right next to like a strip mall with like a nice salon. Uh, there's like a, not not like a dingy, but a nice like a massage parlor next to that with a pet grooming. <laughs> pet grooming place next to it. And then yeah, you're definitely you're, a dog spa. But then you're in this like old like converted farmhouse from like the early 1900s that the first floor has been transformed into like your business and like the whole upstairs was converted into modern living space. That's perfect. It, the whole place smells like like herbs and like patchouli. Patchouli. Oh. I have to ask, is this like a, a way that buildings are done out there? There are some like that where they yeah. convert okay. like an old... I should get a picture <laughs> of the uh, Wakarusa Dime Store, which is like a candy store. It's just an old It's probably like hip now. This. 
you know? Two it's like cool and store. hipster. Yeah. Now that, that like all I the conversions of the old buildings. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so local yeah. and authentic, you guys. Oh my god. It's a magical world he's created. <laughs> <laughs> in something. <laughs> in fact, if you look up Wakarusa Dime Store in Mishawaka, Indiana, I'll say that's almost exactly what your house looks like. Can you can you spell that for me? <laughs> Waka Rusa. <laughs> W-A-K-A-R-U-S-A. Oh, really? Okay. You have a lot of Indian names in this area. Mishawaka. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. So you guys pull up uh it's a uh gravel parking lot. Uh, but nice gravel. and um, It's very hoity-toity gravel. Yes, very hoity-toity gravel. Not dusty at all. It's more the large... Dust-free gravel. Yes. Pull up, and uh, at this point, it's probably getting close to, like, 3, 3 3.30. And, uh, yeah, a few cars in the parking lot, but, you know, business never really booms here, but you, you've got regular customers. But uh, school's not just getting out, so you're seeing some school buses go by. Kids are jumping out. Yay, weekend, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm late. I'm late for my shift. Ooh, it's okay, I'll charm them. Uh, what's your parents' names? <laughs> that is an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> and one which, in hindsight, I absolutely should have foreseen. <laughs> well, their last name, and you may, like, it's very creative of me to come up with this, their last name is Anderson. Gotcha. Now it's <laughs> called Mr. Anderson. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Let's say it's Bill. Oh, so. And. And Bobby. With an I actually I. like with that. An I. Bill and, Bill, Bill and with Bobby. An, with an IE. Yeah. I really like that, actually. <laughs> Bill and Bobby Anderson. Yeah, that, that sounds. It's like. Very southern. It sounds small town enough. <laughs> yeah. Southern enough, but it also sounds a little bit fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So, uh, you, uh,. I assume you lead the way into the apothecary, and as soon as you cross the threshold, uh, your mother from across the counter. Well, it's about time, young man. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry, mom. We we got uh, sidetracked with an um, extra credit project. I in, see. Uh, yes, ma'am. Are there wards in place? You brought your professor with you. Uh, yeah. He um he wanted to discuss some of the class material and browse the, the apothecary shelves. Outstanding! What does uh, your professor... It's uh, 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 Aloysius... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I forget your name, sir. Alistair McCrory. Uh, All their wards in place. I'm sorry? Um, oh, would your, would your yes, parents be yeah. in the know a little bit? Um, or just more medicinal type herbs as opposed to you know they're probably in the know a little bit but i would imagine that they don't care as much if that makes sense they're they're not they're in the business of selling cures that are pretty much placebos and not really interested in the real magic side of things okay okay um she looks up at you alistair there's no need for that we have a excellent threshold (laughs) coffee black (laughs) and i need privacy with the children (laughs) <laughs> I'm not I'm not a child. Wow. I'm in my late 30s. Why I, does everybody look do, do I really look that young? You, you I, have uh, a certain youthful glow to you, Toby. Uh Noah, um <sighs> your professor could use some manners, but you've got the counter, he's for the register in the usual spot, and yell if you need anything, as always. Love you, dear. And she kind of just kind of smacks you on the cheek a little bit. Bye, Mrs. Anderson. Uh, Hello, Eliza. How are you? And she comes over and actually gives you a big, like, mom hug. Oh, I'm doing doing well. How are you? This place looks lovely, like always. You you just get more beautiful and beautiful every day. I haven't seen you in a couple weeks. (laughs) Um, Yes, mother. Doesn't she look beautiful? Yes, always. Doing the awkward mom trying to hook so you up. <laughs> yep, uh, let's go to the um, oh, You've known me for years and you still the... haven't even said hi to me. Thank you. Um, you bye. Would she have ever met you before, Tobias? Yes, multiple oh, yeah. times. Family, oh, yeah. family uh, friends. Sorry. No, sorry. that's my bad. I forgot nope. you guys were... No, no, I, I want to go with the fact that she's just ignoring him. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this guy again. <laughs> Tobias, you know I love you the best. Yeah, I'm just I'm teasing. She kind of gives you a little hug also. Yeah. Um, How's the South Bend Tribune treating you? Hopefully good. 
I know newspapers are just starting to go out of style. It's it, it's holding up just just enough. Just it, it, it just keeps me busy, but I have a couple other things <laughs> in it under my belt. <laughs> well, you hang in there and keep doing your thing. And- Start laughing like uncontrollably <laughs> as I'm looking at everybody else. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, she just like, okay, you know, uh, you have fun and call if you need anything. I'm going upstairs to take a nap. I've been up since five. Bye-bye. Bye bye. She kind of runs up the stairs. Well, uh, here, Professor, the the manners that she mentioned, we saw those. And I hand you a I hand you a vial filled with like a brown liquid. I'll grab it, but I go immediately over the door, lock the door, and start looking around the edges of the door. And uh, uh, are there other people in here? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. <laughs> and I look up the stairs and make sure the parents are upstairs. And it's like, professor, they don't they don't care. And I do the wards myself. Good. Can I have a cherry pomegranate white tea with honey and uh, mate? And mate. It, it's a won't you be up all night? It's three o'clock. I'll be fine. It's pretty potent stuff. Ah, I guess you've done it before. Here, I'll make one. I'll, I'll make I'll make the coffee too. We might have some extras from brewing the uh, energy potions from earlier. Wait, so what's in this one you gave me earlier? Oh, that's just coffee. It, it's like a tiny little yeah, one it's, ounce. It's pretty strong. I'm, I'm good with that. Puts it back in his pocket. You just dump that in your tea and you'll get a little extra boost. I can be double mate. I'm taking the stopper off, downing it. It was it was just straight whiskey. Yeah, nice. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it and be happy with it. <laughs> what I'm about to tell you is off the record, and I look straight at Toby. You might have to roll something on that. <laughs> Saying it like Toby's like still got his recorder in his pocket. His not stopped. Uh if you want to uh I won't stare at him menacingly. Yeah. <laughs> you want to use guile against his uh, either intelligence or your own guile, Tobias. Oh, I'll go, I'll go guys. <laughs> guile. Guys. We're really doing Buffy the Vampire Slayer here. Yeah, give yourself a plus two, Chris, because of your uh, uh-huh. stature. And <laughs> is, it your... Five, is it five and sixes, correct? Five and yeah. sixes are plus two. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I just rolled three fives, a six, and plus I get a plus one, so that's yeah, five. You absolutely fucking crushed everything I'm doing. <laughs> I had one positive, so many negatives, and my plus uh, plus two. No, no, we're good. Okay. You see Tobias pull his little recorder out of his front jacket pocket and push the button. You hear the positive click. He drops it back in there. I, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Um, I, I just glare at him still. It's like, I, I still really have no idea why I'm here. I thought it was, I thought they were fake emails. They <laughs> really did. It's, it's right here on the, just sign into the paranet and read it, Toby. It's, I, I, it's everywhere. I thought it was a virus. I thought it was virus. I don't want to, that's not I mean, like computer and my phone. There are some viruses, and, I guess. Children, the FOMO are all real. And that's actually where we're going to cut it. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Nice. The foam are real, and that's where we're going to end this episode, just because got to find a good spot. <laughs> so, that's where we're going to end this episode of The Dresden Files, brought to you by the cast of many things. It has been an absolute joy to be your game master. Again, my name is Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt and on Instagram at MazinMatt. Uh, Pat, where can they find you, sir? They can find me on the Twitters at ProfessorPFM. Chris, anywhere they can find you? Gatejumper, two Ps on everything. Hey. You can also find me on Twitter at CaptainFakeGuy. And last but not least, Nathan. Find me on Twitter at NateScottJones. <laughs> Children! I, I'm 37. Did, did you just get older? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you 35 like five minutes I, I, ago? I just get older every time. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more Dresden Files in your life, you can follow us on Cast Many Things on Twitter. You can also follow our other podcasting adventures at the same location. For example, we've got some Cthulhu coming up in the future, and we currently have How to Princess, which is also on Twitter. Please, if you enjoy our content, feel free to leave us a nice review and possibly some five-star ratings 
on iTunes, Podbean, or whatever podcasting app you choose. And you're welcome to contact us by email at castofmanythings at gmail.com or even visit our Facebook page. Point is, we absolutely love to hear from you, our amazing fans, and we'll see you all next time on the Dresden Files. That sucked. <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs>